Welcome to the e-commerce badassery podcast, the place for scrappy female entrepreneurs who want to learn actionable steps and strategies to grow the traffic, sales, and profit in your e-commerce business. I'm your host, Jessica Totillo Coster, a 20-year retail veteran who spent three years as the only employee of a seven-figure online store. That shit was crazy. I know exactly how it feels to do all the things, and I'm sharing everything I learned the hard way so you don't have to. I may have started this business by accident, but supporting badass bosses like you lights me the fuck up, and I am so stoked to see you grow. Are you ready, babe? Let's roll. Welcome back to the e-commerce badassery podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Totillo Coster. You may have heard by now that Shopify invested $100 million into the Klaviyo email marketing platform and that Klaviyo will be the official recommended email partner for Shopify Plus customers. No doubt this is part of Klaviyo's overall goal of entering the enterprise software space. If you remember, it wasn't that long ago Klaviyo announced the release of Klaviyo 1, the enterprise version of their platform. I talked all about those changes on episode 141 if you want to take a listen. I didn't quite expect to dedicate another episode to Klaviyo specifically so soon, but with so many of my clients and customers forwarding me the emails and reaching out asking questions, I figured you were probably wondering about it too. In addition to that announcement, there have been a few platform updates you've probably noticed in the last couple of weeks, and they made even more in their fall 2022 product update announcement. If you own the Klaviyo Badassery course, which is my tech tour of Klaviyo, keep your eyes peeled for some course updates rolling out over the next couple of months. What's in there now is still 100% relevant. What we're seeing is enhancements to existing features. And don't worry, I'm not going to let that course go stale. I have bought those types of courses before that you can tell they haven't been updated in years, and that won't be the case. I will say if you haven't snagged it yet, but want help navigating the platform, I would grab it now while it's still at its founding member pricing, because I can't guarantee it will stay that way, especially as it's evolving so quickly and I am making a lot of updates. I'll stick a link for it in the show notes. Okay. So first let's talk about the investment from Shopify. According to the press release and announcements from Klaviyo CEO Andrew, this partnership at its core is really about bringing more data to the merchants that use Klaviyo, especially with all the changes coming down the pipeline in terms of consumer privacy. I also read that this partnership gives Klaviyo early access to updates on the Shopify side, which is great news for you as the merchant. And if you've been paying attention to what Shopify is doing, they've been making some other investments and acquisitions too in platforms like Deliver. Ultimately, they're on a mission to build what seems like the most epic e-commerce SaaS platform out there. And look, this is all conjecture. I have no inside track, but it makes sense. Shopify and Klaviyo are both positioning themselves to serve the enterprise market, something neither of them have been all that well known for. And I expect them to continue to iterate on their platforms to serve this need. And this should mean good things for even those non-enterprise level brands. As Klaviyo said when they first released Klaviyo 1, they don't intend on gating the features we've come to know and love that help us serve our customers. Klaviyo 1 is really about adding on features that enterprise brands need to function. And let's just hope that continues to be true. 
As a side note, I was recently doing some of my own research on email marketing platforms for myself, because as my business starts to really take shape with both services and education, I'm really looking for a platform that can ingest all of the data across all of the platforms I use and unify that customer data in one place. At the end of the day, aside from a few specific features that I as a non-product-based business owner would really like, Clavio is still hands down the best at ingesting and segmenting that data. I haven't 100% decided to switch to them for my business, but it's pretty close. And Clavio has always been pretty consistent when it comes to updating and improving their platform, something I consider very important for a SaaS product. There is nothing worse than a stale product that doesn't get developed to meet the changing needs of its users. With this new investment and this focus on Shopify, let's hope that means even more updates at faster speeds. Interestingly, Shopify has laid off some employees and seen some revenue dips, but it looks to be more about correcting themselves after the COVID surge of online sales and making big investments to propel themselves forward, kind of like a slingshot. You have to pull back so you can propel forward. And that's a good business lesson for all of us. I think it was Wayfair who recently laid off a lot of people as well. When they were seeing insane growth during the pandemic, they hired to keep up with that demand and build a solid team that could sustain their growth, which didn't continue in the same direction. Pretty much everyone on the planet already redid their homes and now they're good. Okay, so what does this all mean for you? Well, if you're already a Shopify and Klaviyo user, you're in the right place. And if you're not a Shopify user, don't fret. Klaviyo's CEO said we'll hear about other platform partnerships coming soon. Now let's chat about some of the recent updates that Klaviyo has released. First, we're going to talk about a new feature they actually released earlier in the year, their new email builder. It's been out for a while, and initially I was very excited about it, but then you may have noticed I didn't really talk about it much, and there were two main reasons for that. One, it was buggy AF and a pain to use. I was in the middle of a client project when it was released, and I was so excited to use it. I created entire emails that never saved, and I would have to recreate them. You would move blocks and then go back to the email, and they'd be in the wrong spot. There was all sorts of weird stuff. And because it was a completely separate builder, any previous templates you had or saved blocks were not compatible. But good news, because all of that has changed. Not only have they fixed all the bugs, and I've been using it successfully for a while now, but you can now convert your old templates to the new builder. And one of my favorite features of the new builder is universal blocks. One side note about this. I remember them talking about the universal blocks feature at an in-person event before the pandemic, and it's only just been released. That should give you some insight into how long development can take sometimes. And this is a good thing to know and understand when you're using SaaS platforms in your business. You see, not only does development take time because you have to research it, develop it, test it, fix the bugs, yada, yada. But a development roadmap can change and things can get moved around based on all the other things in the pipeline. So sometimes shit just takes a while. Okay, back to the universal blocks. While previously you had saved blocks that you could drag into any email, now you have universal blocks, which means when you edit them, they will update in every single email that uses that same universal block. 
This could be great for things like headers and footers. So if you want to add or remove something from your header or footer, you only have to do it in one place, which is pretty cool. Cause believe me, I've done the whole updating it in every single automation that you have. It's not fun. I'm still working through exactly when I would and wouldn't use a universal block, but I'll be adding some content to the Clavio course about that, along with some things about the builder itself. So let's dive into some of the more recently released updates, like the updated product recommendations feature. Now at the time of this recording, it hasn't rolled out to all accounts yet, but by the time you're listening to it, it might be available. But if it's not, just check back in a week. So they've added more filters and conditions that you can use when creating dynamic product recommendations, like price ranges, stock levels, how new a product is, and even include products someone has previously viewed or added to their cart. I love a good product recommendations block, especially when you feel like you're out of email ideas. Just come up with a good subject line, stick a product block in there, and let Clavio's algorithm do the work. Now you'll have even more options to craft those recommendations, which is amazing. Next up is their campaign performance reporting. This lets you see how different segments of your audience respond to your messaging. The downside or limitation of this feature is it only works if you include multiple segments in the send. For instance, if you send an email to your 90 day engaged segment, but those people are also part of other segments in your account, it's not going to break out the results by those other segments. It's only going to show the 90 day segment. If on the other hand, you have a 90 day engaged non-purchaser segment and a 90 day engaged purchasers, and you include both segments in your email send, the audience breakdown report will appear and will show you how each of those individual segments performed. I was more excited about this feature until I saw how it worked. If you want to see overall engagement of your individual segments, you still have to navigate into the segment itself and run the engagement report. The data is there. It's just not that easy to see. It's still a useful feature, but you have to be intentional about using it. And honestly, unless you're testing something really specific or you're just overall advanced in your email marketing, in most cases, I would say don't even bother. This next feature though, is one that I'm very excited about. And that is an update to how Clavio runs a B tests in flows. Previously you had to run the test and then decide the winner for yourself, but that is no longer the case. Clavio will now determine the winner for you and automatically update the rest of the emails. And you actually have some control over how that decision is made. One, you can choose to base the winner on open or click rate. And two, you can either have Clavio automatically choose the winner when the results reach statistical significance, or you can set a specific date on when it needs to pick the winner. So that's pretty cool. They also made some SMS updates. One is the addition of virtual contact cards. So you can show up as your brand in your subscribers SMS inbox versus just like a random phone number. And good news for you, if you're in Australia or the UK, they finally released two-way SMS messaging. Another really exciting feature is the new integration with Google ads. Just like you can sync your Clavio segments with Facebook, you can do the same with Google to build your audiences. 
This is a great way to manage your ad spend and ensure you're not wasting money on people who are already super engaged and likely to buy from an email or to retarget customers who recently abandoned their cart. Sharing your first party data with the ad tools you use is a great way to create more effective and efficient ad campaigns. And then lastly, let's talk about the navigation update. By now, you've already seen the new navigation. It didn't hit all accounts at the same time, but I'm pretty sure it's fully rolled out by now. And no, I wasn't annoyed at all that they updated the navigation of a product I've been using for the last seven years and just recorded a course about. They even posted about it in their community forum and asked for feedback, and I gave them my piece. Anyway, so yeah, it's updated and some things have moved around and been grouped together in what they believe is a more intuitive way but everything is still there. It's not my favorite, but hey, that's always the case when a platform changes their navigation, right? They did what they thought was right and they can't make everyone happy. And yes, I'll be updating that part of the Clavio course too. Overall, I'm pretty excited to see these new developments. And even though they annoy me sometimes, just like Shopify does, they're still my two favorite platforms. Now, if only Clavio would give me more flow trigger options and the ability to send someone through a segment triggered flow more than once, I would truly be a happy girl. Well, friend, that's a wrap for today's podcast episode. Make sure you tune into this week's Biz Bite episode because I'm sharing a fun little business experience I had with someone who hates me. And yes, there's a lesson in there too. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today and I'll see you on the flip side, friend. so much for listening to today's episode. If you like what you heard, I'd be so grateful if you'd leave a review on Apple Podcasts and don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And if you're looking to surround yourself with more product entrepreneurs who totally get your life right now, get your booty on over to the e-commerce badassery Facebook group. Can't wait to see you there. Until next time, e-commerce friends, stay badass.